Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. Are there any moments or spots on any of the sets we worked on over the seven years that you guys felt more at home that were like your little spots on the set you like to hang out? I'm afraid it was the sink. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yeah. You had to act <laughs> by the sink a lot. Yeah. I was behind the counter. Yeah. Right. Doing business constantly. Uh-huh. Mom stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> Disciplining you <laughs> in Amazing. some way. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater. And this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I'm Colonel Harlan Sanders, and I'd like to tell you a little bit about my Kentucky Fried Chicken. It's the only way that you're going to get chicken that is finger-licking good. If you want Kentucky Fried Chicken, you have to visit me. So is that just nostalgia for nostalgia's sake? Yep. I remember when nostalgia had a point. Those were a better time. <laughs> nostalgia used to be so much better. <laughs> I agree. Kentucky Fried Chicken ad. The Colonel Sanders story is actually pretty interesting. Him, he had a, a very successful chicken restaurant and then decided to franchise it. Was it the first franchised restaurant or something, something around that-ish? Um, but he did it at like age 62 or something. He had lived a full long life before he started uh, out into that and became very successful. He looks he, he looks like he looks like he should be sitting on his porch managing his uh, plantation. I don't know how that whole look fit him. Yeah, that look is a little out these days. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, I'll grant you that. Uh, a lot of good stuff to get to this hour, including another quick look at the fracas at a Northern California library in Davis, California, over some women who were had the gall to suggest that perhaps men shouldn't play in women's sports. Anyway, more on that to come. Uh, I, I found this headline intriguing, and the story was, was quite interesting. It's why it's so hard for China to fix its real estate crisis. And before you tune out and think, I'm not that into Chinese real estate, radio boy, it's A, a look at the teetering Chinese economy, but B, I came across one of the paragraphs a ways into the story that I thought, wait, what? Well, also, and I wonder if it'll... I'm looking at a bungalow in Wuhan, so I'm interested. 
Yeah, go ahead and, and, and pay for the closet full of hazmat suits. They got a bit of a history there. I want a quiet street near a park, but far from COVID outbreaks. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't walk by the Wuhan Institute of Virology on a windy day. Just a heads up pro tip. <clears throat> anyway, again, really good, effective uh, gain-of-function stuff there, Dr. Fauci. Your people really did a good job designing a virus. Well done. Credit where it's due. So they mentioned Beijing has often addressed economic troubles by boosting spending on infrastructure and real estate. But now the debt loads are so heavy, they can't do that anymore. A huge part of their economy has been building over the last 30 years or so, 40 years. Um, It employs people, it spends money, it puts money into the economy. And as their population was growing and cities were growing, it, it made some sense. But they way, way, way overspent on it now. And there are hundreds of thousands or millions of apartments that are built but unoccupied. Then over, you know, 500 miles away, they have 200,000 apartments that were that the company went broke before they were built, but the people who bought them have already given their down payment and are paying mortgages on apartments that may never exist. And if you don't think that's going to cause a shock to the system, you're well, you're not paying attention. So anyway, I'm going to hit you with a little of the economics, and I'll get to the point that made me say, wait, what? What? So they mentioned that back in 2016, China's stock market was plunging, its currency was teetering, and so the central bank's longtime governor announced what proved to be the start of an extraordinary blitz of lending by China's immense banking system. Minimum down payments for buying apartments were reduced, triggering a surge in construction. Vast sums were lent to local governments, allowing them to splurge on new roads and railroads, whatever. For China, it was a familiar response to economic trouble. Within months, growth started to pick up and financial markets stabilized. But now some there are similar aspects to 2023 in China. But little sign of the same results. It's become considerably harder for China to borrow and invest its way back to economic strength. Um, demand for borrowing has wilted in recent months for a variety of reasons. Construction and sale of new homes has stalled. More than 50 real estate developers have run out of money and defaulted or stopped payments on bonds. The companies left behind hundreds of thousands of unfinished apartments that many predominantly middle-class families had already purchased, taking out mortgages to do so. It is a disaster, deflation, local governments deeply indebted, can't even pay their civil servants, blah, blah, blah. This is the part that I thought was crazy. Western economists have long contended that the answer to China's economic trouble lies in reducing the country's high rate of savings and investment and encouraging more consumer spending. The World Bank adopted that position in 2005 and then several other times. So again, you've got to reduce savings and investment and spend more as consumers. But China has done little to strengthen its social safety net since then so that households would not feel a need to save so much money. Hang on now. Hang on. So the World Bank, the true masters of the universe, not the rich men north of Richmond, but the rich men north of New Jersey, as in like in Manhattan, are saying, hey, you've got to have a social safety net so people stop saving for retirement. Wow. Get them to spend, spend, spend. And I would argue what we've done in the United States is convince people sure. we have these wonderful programs, Social Security and Medicare. 
for when you're retired. So spend, spend, spend. Anybody who's ever tried to live on Social Security alone, you're a damn pauper. You're poor and afraid and can barely afford your medical care because Medicare has huge gaps. Doesn't that strike you as, like, immoral? Yeah, yeah, that's troubling. The problem with China is people are saving too much. They need to somehow stop that to get constant global economic growth. That may be the best example I've ever seen of the the masters of the universe are all about themselves. Uh, And I understand why economic growth is important. Stasis is important, uh, is impossible, rather. Stasis meaning staying exactly the same. It can't be done. You're either getting stronger or you're getting weaker. Economies are either growing or they're shrinking. And if they shrink too much, then they can't support the populace, blah, blah, blah. But the idea that we always have to have like a, a significant growth all the time and everything must be sacrificed to that, including convincing people not to save for retirement, that's not to serve you and me, folks. No, definitely not. As my friend Oliver Anthony would point out with his red beard and his uh, resonator guitar. So you want to hear a hilarious and troubling meme that has burbled up? Both hilarious and troubling? Wow, it's like sweet and sour. I don't know if I want to set up the whole thing. You'll either get it or you won't. Biden was in Hawaii, and he's speaking to the victims of the fire, like the people that are alive, who've lost loved ones. And he told us some long, rambling stories from his own life. Yeah, I don't want to steal the thunder, but I'll let you... Uh, anyway, Charles ahead. C.W. Cook of National Review started it off with, one could only imagine what Biden might have said had he been president at other points in history. There's been a mass suicide at Jonestown. I, too, have had food poisoning. Wow. Um, Or this one, the Titanic. Jill and I were on a speedboat once, and it ran low on fuel. We made it back to the dock, but it was a close call. Yeah, that's roughly akin to what he said. It's great to be here on the 80th anniversary of the closing of Auschwitz. Hey, Holocaust survivors, did I ever tell you about the time? Dot, dot, yeah. dot. Well, well over a thousand people probably were burned beyond recognition. The entire town is gone. The loss is devastating. And he showed up, and we've got the tape. We can play it for you. Told rambling stories about his own misfortunes. Apparently under the umbrella of I know how you feel, which is a horrible thing to suggest. You know, as long as we're talking about it. Give me 42, Michael. Give us 42. All of us together. <laughs> we have a little sense, Jill and I, what it's like to lose a home. Years ago, and now, thousands of people. 15 years ago, I was in Washington doing Meet the Press. And lightning struck at home on a little lake that's outside of our home, not on a lake, a big pond, and hit a wire and came up underneath our home into the heating ducts, the air conditioning duct. To make a long story short, I almost lost my wife, my 67 Corvette, <laughs> and my cat. But all kidding aside. You know, that one... Good I, God. I, originally, I thought that clip, the other clip, was the worst clip. This is the worst clip. This one is worse. Because it's just so weird. It just shows how bad his brain works. For a guy who... 
you know, was so gifted verbally that he was elected senator at 29 and stayed in office all those years, you know, with his rambling tales and getting crowds fired up. He now just doesn't have any of those skills because that made no sense whatsoever from a from a uh, where you're taking me emotionally standpoint. Almost lost my wife and my Corvette <laughs> and my cat. But seriously, what? Those things don't fit together. You're, wow. This is a jarring ride you've taken me on here. Almost just, lost my wife. My 67 Corvette <laughs> and my cat. But all kidding aside. What? There are a thousand people whose ashes surround you right now, and you're chuckling about you almost lost your Corvette. And that story's been debunked anyway. He had a bit of a kitchen fire. It was easily put out everybody's yeah, mind. Yeah. Um, so you've got the fact that he's a fabulist. He makes up stories, exaggerates them to get attention. He's telling people whose friends and families will never be seen again that he knows how they feel because his car almost got you know, burnt a little bit. I mean, it's uh, chuckles, you know, good Lord. Well, you can, you know, you can look at it from the angle you've been looking at about, you know, how that's inappropriate and all that sort of stuff. But looking at it from the angle of how this is going to affect our politics, they, they're already keeping a, you know, they let him out at like 10 a.m. and close her down at four on a regular work day. Mm-hmm. They're not no press conferences, fewer than any president in modern history talking to the press. You know, his one interview he's done the last couple of weeks was on the Weather Channel, so he could talk about climate change. Um, Ian Bremmer floated the other idea, the idea the other day that Biden now has permission structure to not debate Trump, since Trump is not debating, to try to stay out of the debate. I mean, they now, the people that handle him, we can't send him out anywhere between that and falling asleep which we have the video at the website we can't have him out anywhere it's too there's too much damage to be done so how are they going to manage that for a year and a half well and if i had any sense of show business i would have worked up to the outrage over the horrible saying i know how you feel i almost lost my cat which is just unspeakably inappropriate wow you're right that is good god that is rough I skipped over the Grandpa Simpson-y aspects of that story, where he's describing where the lake was. And, well, it wasn't a lake. It was a small pond. And it was a lightning strike. came up through the wires into the heating ducts. Well, there are the air conditioning ducts. We'd had the heating system replaced. And just the... It was in Morgantown, which is what we called Shelbyville at the time. Right. Come on. Is this the low, low moment that just, ends the discussion? I just, yes. I wonder the powers behind the throne. I don't know how they're going to handle this today. Wow. They got to be sweating. What a weird situation. Yikes. Another weird situation is what happened at a public library in Northern California. If you don't know that old story around trans issues, among other things on the way. Armstrong and Getty. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats 
even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon. Serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Free speech dead? We'll talk about something that happened at a public library where they weren't allowing free speech. Hell no, it ain't. That's what I says, says I. Stay tuned for that. So do they claim that just having the TikTok app is bad? Just having it on the, on your phone or whatever uh as opposed to using it on just through the web i think it's far worse yeah mm-hmm. although i don't know what the uh, what cookies and allowances you have to make to use uh, tiktok online actually come to think of it you know because uh, back in the day my daughter would send us tiktoks and it didn't ask me to approve anything that i recall i think, so you I think you're the, okay online but ha- having the app though you're not supposed mm-hmm. to have the app is that correct yeah as i understand it yeah my, if you know better, email us or text us. I just noticed yesterday my car has it, and I didn't put it there. So Your car has it, as you have a rolling computer, a.k.a. a Tesla. Right, in a big TV screen. I got Netflix and Disney and YouTube TV, but 
It also has TikTok on there. I should figure out how to unload that. Anyway, I've been getting a lot of crap spam lately. It's been driving me crazy. You're going to watch the new woke Snow White that is expected to be a terrible failure? In what aspect is it woke? Have you heard? Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a bunch of stuff. I was reading about it like a month ago, so I don't remember a lot. But there's a well, Hispanic Snow White, which is fine. She's a lovely gal. But, you know, the dwarfs are, you know, a variety of different uh, people. And I the just, message is female empowerment. Okay. Blah, I just don't want to overreact to these things because I feel like the Barbie thing was way overplayed. Yeah, fair point. Yeah. And I don't know if this one actually is. On the other hand, Disney has had a couple of things that have been insufferable. And kids hated them and they failed at the box office. But speaking of TikTok, which got me on the subject in the first place, this is a TikTok video we'll probably discuss afterwards. I asked my husband, were his parents living room parents or bedroom parents growing up? I grew up with bedroom parents. And he was like, oh, yeah, my parents were living room parents. They did not really hang out in their bedroom. Like, we didn't go in their room because, like, you respected their bedroom unless you were, like, invited in. I didn't know that, like living room parents were a thing until i was like much older because like my parents were bedroom parents but like also my best friend growing up her parents were bedroom parents okay so like i thought that was normal so like when you grow up with something that like happens all the time you think that's the norm and then you see something different and you're like what is happening like what is this okay i I thought we were gonna do the burnt toast one I don't understand the. Uh, I, no, I, I called for this one because I thought it was. Oh, sorry. But anyway, I don't understand. Do you know what that means? Did your parents hang out in the living room all the time or they hang out in the bedroom and hide from you? So, dude, I'm like this person because I only grew up the way I grew up. I didn't know the other one was a thing. Is Are there people whose parents hang out in the bedroom all the time? I, I'm unfamiliar with that. My parents slept in the bedroom. Uh, yeah, and my parents and were only the- slept in the bedroom. Shh. Yeah. Dr. Freud calling Dr. Freud. I agree. Um, so do some people's parents hang out in the bedroom a lot? I don't I was just completely mystified by that. Uh, well, maybe audio. that's true. You can text 415-295-KFTC. Mine didn't. Okay. Just hit out back there. Weird. The free speech movement started in Northern California. Did it die in Northern California over the weekend? No. No, it didn't. But that was dramatic or and well did done. It? No! We'll get to that coming up next. If you miss an hour, get the podcast. Armstrong and Getty. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's full regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon. Serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of 
a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Okay, I asked you to leave earlier, so I, I still, I still follow issue with that. Why don't you call the police and let the police know? Why don't you let the police know? Okay, great. Let them figure it out because you don't know what's going on. You're going to get this place sued, dude. Horrible. You're not calling this person and saying you're a man or you're a woman. We're not talking about a particular person. We're talking about our belief, whether we believe in biology or not. You, you are saying males, males in female court, okay? That's right. That's a biological reality. You're female, a male. You are not creating an argument with you. That is the sound of an argument at the Davis, California Library. A group of primarily women convened by a former collegiate soccer player, uh, her first name Sophia, and she's part of a uh, an event. She organized the event titled Forum on Fair and Safe Sports for Girls. And they were discussing biological males in girls' and women's sports. Some of the moms who organized this have reached out to me, want to get together for coffee and explain what happened there. Excellent. Wow. Direct pipeline. You got your name on a like a bulletin board somewhere or what? For a good discussion, call Jack. <laughs> that yeah. happens to be my local library. Sure, of course. Anyway, um, so they were having this forum on safe and uh, fair and safe sports for girls. And the... Uh, the, the librarian dude comes in and he says, I heard you say biological male. Transgender women are women. You're misgendering. You need to leave. And the women were arguing, whoa, dude, no. It's our opinion. It's biological fact. Um, and uh, the, we have a couple of examples, different audio of before, during, and after them arguing with this librarian. And it is shocking. Uh, 81. State law, California state law, recognizes transgender as a, as protected. And so I was telling her, if you're speaking about a transgender female, they need to be referred to as a female. Transgender male needs to be referred to as a male. And if there's any mis- misgendering, we will um, ask if it's by any of the organizers. They will be asked to leave. There's no, no exceptions. If we're having problems in the audience, um, you know, we may give one warning. I'll be in there the whole time. So, that's it. 
And I'm, 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 this is state. This is state. This is state law. So he's claiming that state law claims you can't misgender someone, and that trumps federal law, which is, boy, at least three or four different kinds of wrong. Yeah, well, I didn't know. I, it's obvious now that I know it. I didn't know that those big rooms that you see at libraries are the sort of thing you can rent out to have meetings in. But certainly a public library paid for by the taxpayers, you should be able to get together, have a meeting, and discuss various topics. Is there a limit to that? I mean, could the Nazis rent it out and discuss Nazism or pedophiles? or I guess pedophiles, well, that's a crime... <laughs> Yeah. By definition, so no. Right, I think the Supreme Court would... Well, it depends. The Nazi thing's interesting and touchy. Um, they would probably permit it, although I don't want to go off on a tangent, but the famous Skokie, Illinois um, precedent from the 70s, I believe, uh, some people believe that was decided incorrectly for some intriguing reasons. But anyway, um, can you get together in the library and say, I don't think biological men should be competing against girls and women in sports. According to this activist, cultist, lunatic, utterly ignorant of the law librarian, the answer is no, you absolutely can't. Here's one of the organizers attempting to talk sense to him in 82. Okay, so but could, could we say before we talk about somebody, this is my belief and this is what no. I see? No. No, you cannot because under our code of behavior, you are not treating someone with respect. If you are calling them a gender they are not under state law, you are not treating them respectfully. That is that is what's happening. Okay, it's our code of behavior and treating someone with respect. Okay, here's why I call these people cultists. Can you imagine saying that you cannot say my opinion is about an imaginary person, a person in the abstract, that they should not behave this way? And this guy says, no, that's illegal. You can't do that. You have to leave. You can't discuss an idea in the abstract if the woke Gender uh, radical cultists disagree with you. Good Lord. I'm guessing he went off half-cocked on his own on this, too. I mean, I don't know what runs a public library, but is there a board or whatever that is? Uh, I'm sure they have a code of conduct and stuff decided by the library council board or something like you're saying. <laughs> but I feel like it was a particularly annoying to him personally that he wanted to shut this down. I mean, well, the, the, somebody on the text line pointed this out where he says, I will be in here monitoring what you say. Oh, that's fantastic. So a representative for the county taxpayer funded, you're going to have somebody representing the library and they're listening to what I say, us say, monitoring it and deciding to call the police if we run afoul of your rules. Well, interestingly, it was the gals who organized the meeting who wanted the police brought in. Yeah. Because they realized the quote-unquote authority there was utterly irrational, ignorant of the law, and and an ideological bigot of the highest degree. Uh, One, a couple more clips. This is, and we're not identifying people. We have their names first and last, but... As we discussed earlier, I would much rather have an argument about the ideas. I don't want anybody doxxed or followed home or screamed at on the street or anything like that. Let's win the battle of ideas. Let's convince people we're right. 
Um, but the angry woke person in this tape is a local Davis businesswoman who gets in the face of one of the women, a college athlete, who doesn't want men competing against girls in sport. Uh, we'll start with 84, Michael. Can I just ask you why you think it's okay for males to play in female sports? Hey, stop misgendering people. How is that mis- I think it's really disrespectful to not refer to trans women as women because they are women. But they're biological. what you're doing right now is transphobia. Please go away. But they're biological Please go males. away. Please go away. Interesting. Well, what, there's a separate thing there, though. Having a discussion about it is not transphobia. That's a discussion, and that's that's what we're talking about. Can we have a discussion about this or not? Right. And the answer from the librarian and that activist woman there is no. You can't even discuss it. Please go away. Please go away. The only way you can discuss it is if you adopt my terminology. Please, but if you adopt her terminology... Please go away. You, you have to agree with her because her terminology perverts the very question. They use their terminology to answer the question in the com- in the question. Are you in favor of gender affirming care? How could you be against care that would affirm someone's gender? That's why they twist the language like that. One more clip of this gal. Stop misgendering people. That's bigotry. Go away. It's a question. It's bigotry. Go away. <laughs> Do you, you want to have transphobic? Do you want to go be transphobic, not to a child? Kids should what? Sorry, these are children, and they're minors, and you may not talk to them, and especially you may not try to perpetuate bigotry with them. Please go away. That's interesting. Yeah, so don't talk to these minors. Go away. I'm not going to go away, but I will walk away. Okay, that's fine. But you cannot try to be transphobic with I can't? minors. Nope. I can't? No, because I'm going to stand in front of you. And how is Between, that true? Please, I am explain, to, please explain to me how I saying... am protecting these children from you. So please go away. <laughs> oh, my God. Yep. Oh, wow. Bye. Is this insane or what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pure insanity. It is insane. It is insanity. It is. Can you imagine being so bereft of good arguments and intellect that the only thing you can offer is you're a bigot. You're a bigot. I'm right. I'm right. You're a bigot. No, how about this? I see an inconsistency in your argument. How about this? You're a bigot. I'm right. You're a bigot. I'm right. So the librarian kept saying, you're breaking the law. California state laws, you can't misgender someone. It's a state law. There was a settlement. Some Was it Steak Shack or Steak and Shake or somebody? Employee, a fellow employee continually called him him when this person identified as a woman. Again, whatever that means. Um, and the, uh, the state board said, yeah, how about you settle with this person? And Steak Shack or whoever it was wrote a check for $20,000. That's not, that is not law. It's, and, and the idea that that, trumps the first amendment is i feel like in arguing over whether an elephant is bigger than a ladybug with somebody why are you making me waste my vocal cords on this it's an insane point of view utterly unsupportable in fact or philosophy you people are cultists listen to yourselves so i need to do more reading i remember i do it did it years ago but it must have seeped out of my head or I hit my head and it leaked out or something like that. It about, happens. <laughs> about the whole free speech movement and how it started and where it went and all that sort of stuff. Because I feel like Berkeley gets way too much credit for being the 
beginning of the free speech movement. So Tim Sandifer, our friend Tim the Lawyer, on the Twitter machine yesterday, he had, regarding this story, he had from this to this. And on from this, it was an old black and white photo that I didn't recognize, to this, and it was a picture of the Davis Public Library. So I hit Tim with, what is this old black and white photo of? And I guess I should have recognized it, but it was this guy... Mario Savio, who was on top of a cop car on the campus of Berkeley, uh, fighting for free, free speech at the time, back in 64, before I was even born, which is, you know, fine and nice and all that sort of stuff. But as I was reading more about that, so when Mario Savio died, they started the Mario Savio Memorial Lecture Fund, in which they have people come and lecture there at UC Berkeley. And according to Wikipedia, and this is the only people they mention, past lecturers include Howard Zinn, Cornell West, Christopher Hitchens, uh, Molly Ivins, Tom Hayden, Angela Davis, Seymour Hirsch, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., Elizabeth Warren, and Robert Reich. Those are all not just even mainstream lefties, but crazy socialist out there lefties. So does the free speech fund, does the free speech award... Speaker ever anybody even in the center compared to, uh, or right of center? Well, Hitchens, it depends when you got him. I'm guessing it was pre-Iraq Hitchens yeah. would be my guess, based with that other crowd. Part of this is uh, something you see in political science a lot, and you study history of revolutionary movements. You had the, the, the kids in Berkeley who were angry at the powers that be over the Vietnam War, um, all sorts of things, including cracking down on, you know, dissent against the establishment. And they were righteously interested in protecting free speech and the right to dissent. But so often when a revolutionary group gets power, I mean, Iran's a perfect example. The Ayatollah and his guys were howling that there had to be democracy in Iran. On principle, they were arguing on principle. It's like arguing in favor of free speech. Then as soon as they won the day, they ended democracy in Iran. As soon as they got power, that principle, which they were yelling about, well, it was it was exposed as just being a tool to gain power. Well, they exploit your good conscience by screeching about you don't want to be a bigot. You don't want to be a racist. You don't want to be a, a transphobe, a homophobe. Then the minute they get power, they just exercise power like every despot does. Right. How long did any actual free speech where both sides were represented in Berkeley last? That's what I would like to read up because it hasn't been that way for a long time as I've been paying attention. Until they got power. Then it was ended. So, anywho, it's hard to imagine being that out there. You would walk into a room of people having a very reasonable discussion and say, I'm going to end this. You're breaking the law by having this conversation. Wow. Transgender woman is a woman. We just went through the powerlifting championship that we've been talking about where a biological male cleaned the clocks of every girl on earth. Every all the women but two quit because it was a farce, and yet you have educated people in David, California, saying a transgender woman is a woman. Keeping in mind, this forum was about sports. That is a cultist. That is somebody who is their intellect has been completely blinded by their ideology. I pity the woman. I hope she wakes up someday and realizes how misguided she's become. What does she say? You got to stop talking or go away or what does she say? Please go away. 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 <laughs> Please go away. I hope you don't go away. We're going to finish strong next. Armstrong and Getty.
The Armstrong and Getty Show. Oh, I mentioned that some of the organizers of the event at the library that were involved uh, had reached out and wanted to get to the coffee to uh, with me to explain their whole situation. We got this text. Jack, maybe some of those moms that want to have coffee are cute divorcees. Just saying, bring your A game. Eye contact, smile, active listening. <laughs> active listening. Show interest in them with your words. <laughs> Thanks for that. Active listening. Um, have you ever dealt with somebody who, you know, too little eye contact is weird if you're talking to somebody and they don't look at you. But too mm-hmm. much can be weird, too. Somebody who's just, like, boring into your skull. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Big bug eyes just looking at you. <clears throat> right. <laughs> I was talking to somebody yesterday who had encountered a close talker. You know, the famous Seinfeld close talker. Oh. It was like, their nose yeah. is like six inches from your face. You take a step back, they take a step forward. Um, similar with the eye contact thing, like somebody is really born into your, like really staring you down. You kind of look away and then you look back, they're still looking at you. <laughs> yeah, there, there is a sweet spot. Definitely. Yes. yes. Yeah. I've taken a say and uh, telling close talkers, Hey, you're practically on my shoes. You can back up a little bit. <laughs> you, you actually tell them, uh, maybe you should bring a stick of a certain length and just carry it all the time. And I require this much distance. <laughs> My personal space is this large. This hula hoop should indicate to you what's too close. You're practically standing on my shoes. Yeah, I, I won't have it anymore. I just. <laughs> oh, jeez. Or I just keep backing up until we're in another room. <laughs> Almost finished. Let's get ready. Final thoughts with Armstrong and Getty. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew to wrap things up for the day. Michelangelo, our technical director, will lead us as always. Michael, a final thought? I'm living in heaven now. I've got a 77-inch TV on my wall. It's huge. My wife thinks it's too big, but I love it. So now I'm spending time uh, getting stuff in 4K from YouTube. Here's a tiger running. Just, wow, look at it. And just watch (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Watching things at random. Wow, look at these flowers. Isn't this amazing? Look how graceful it is, honey. And the stripes. Can you see the stripes? That's perfect. <laughs> Katie Greener, esteemed newswoman, has a final thought. Katie? So the other day I heard a whole bunch of commotion next door, and it was obvious my neighbor was doing some construction of some sort. I came out yesterday. They drilled a hole in their back fence so they could wire the electric car charger out to the parking lot. Ah. So, now, so now there's just a hole in the fence and a cord. There you go. Wow. I thought that was strange. I'll bet this becomes more common, that sort of thing. I wonder. Jack, a final thought for us? What do you think, Katie? You're a woman. Uh, uh, as far as these, this advice, bring your A-game, eye contact, smile, active listening, show interest with your words. Sure. Sure. <laughs> that sounds Seems common. solid enough. <laughs> yeah, okay. Fine. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, uh, my final thought, gosh, I don't even know. Something to the effect of, don't be bullied by these people. What they're saying doesn't make sense. Be kind, be respectful to everybody. But don't be bullied by people who want to force you to say a man is a woman. Now, if they want to, you know, come off as a woman or their gender identity is female, be courteous. There's nothing wrong with that. But don't let them force you to your knees and declare that which you know to not be true. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. 
So many people who thanks so little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. Boy, do we have a lot of great clicks under hot links today. Check them out, including the video of Joe Biden falling asleep at the memorial service for the poor victims there in Maui. Drop us an email if there's something we ought to be talking about. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Debate, debate. Hmm. Never mind. See you tomorrow. God bless America. Can I ask our producers, can we uh, get out of here, please? It's over! you got to be kidding me. I said bye. Is this insane or what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's no way. Okay. Oh, my word. Let's go out with a bang. Well, you can ask me to don a banana hat and dance like Carmen Miranda, but that doesn't mean I got to do it. That'd be an odd thing to ask. You can ask anything, you woke numbskull. On that high note, thank you all very much. Armstrong and Getty. He's no way. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.